1: Speak family, I cannot believe it. I literally cannot believe what I'm about to say. We're just 50 days away from NFL kickoff and a full team has arrived at the practice facility. The Jets, they showed up. Quinn and Williams, he just got paid. Y'all already know Aaron Rodgers, he in the building, but in surprising fashion, you also see Michael Clemens with a, a bat. I don't really get it, but nonetheless, we got a lot to get to. Let me head to the desk, slick. 50 days away from the NFL, but you have that look in your face. What's going on, slick? Yeah,
0: th- I'm trying to, t- I'm trying to uh, combine the uh, the joggers and the bat with the barbed wire. Hey, I don't know mm-hmm. if you gotta
2: go, you gotta go, you gotta go all the way. My man, he played what? He started one game last year. That's what I've heard. sucks it too hard. <laughs> Take it easy, bro. Take <laughs> it easy. Take <laughs> it easy.
1: That's slick, Rick the DeBueker. This is Eagles all-time rushing leader. Let's Shady McCoy, we won't take it easy. It's a phenomenal show. Aaron Rodgers, Jets, first day of camp. After 18 seasons in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is in New York. All eyes will be on the Jets, including the eyes of Hard Knocks this coming season. There is no greater storyline in all of the National Football League than the storyline that we are about to discuss. And that is the storyline of Aaron Rodgers in New York. All eyes will be on him, LaShawn McCoy. But here is the question. Is it playoff or bus for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets?
2: I'm going to say yes. I mean, you don't do all that, right? All that chaos you had to go through to get Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay yep. to New York. Hmm. And now that it's happened, we need some results. And I, I think that if you look at all the other teams, right, that grab quarterbacks to win championships or even have the chance to contend, the Rams, right? Good defense, solid playmakers. All we need is a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They go out there and they get Matthew Stafford. Yep. Right? The Bucks, The Bucs had a lot of talent. I mean, believe it or not, they had a lot of talent over there. All oh, he needs is a quarterback, got a good defense, got wide receivers, got a Hall of Fame wide receivers, yeah. they, go get, they go get Tom Brady, they get a championship. So it's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Now we're not saying go out there and get, win a championship the first year. That's hard to do, yeah. but just at least have a chance to make the playoffs and, and give yourself a chance to win a Super Bowl. So I gotta say, it's either Super Bowl or it's a bust. Yeah, playoffs or bust, Shady, playoffs or bust.
1: Slick, where do you stand on all of this? Mm. Aaron Rodgers is one of the biggest names in all of sports. You have mm. covered not just football, but you've also covered basketball. You know sports. You're one of the most well-versed people when it comes to sports.
0: You know expectations. Yeah. Playoffs yes. or plus for
1: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah.
0: No question. It for Aaron Rodgers. I'm glad the way you you phrased it because it's not just for the New York Jets. It's for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Let's not forget how he left Green Bay. Let's not think. Let, let's not forget that there was some divisiveness there as he went out the door and that he didn't make the playoffs last year yep. now he hasn't to my knowledge he has not missed the playoffs two years in a row other than the when he was injured mm-hmm. and humbly came in this has never happened before so if there's a time for him to prove it's uh, it's not on me it was on green bay and how they handled things this is the time to do it
1: you don't get a second chance at a first impression I love that quote, 2-5. You don't get a second chance at a first impression. Or a first impression is a lasting impression. When Aaron Rodgers shows up in New York, everybody's expecting him to hit the ground running. What I love about working with you, Shady, you've played with greats. You yourself are great. Tom Brady showed up into the building, Mm. and y'all hit the ground running first year. That's true. Obviously, y'all had some struggles. Started off 7-5, and but then you won your next eight games, and Mm. you won a Super Bowl. If Tom Brady would have showed up in Tampa and struggled. Mm. Would you, along with the rest of your teammates,
2: been like, uh-oh. Like, would, would some mm. doubt have crept yeah, into your mind? I, I think so, because you, you get a player of that magnitude, you get a player with that much height, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, it's like, whoa, it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only are the players excited, the fans are excited. The, 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 the local gas station guy, he's excited. Everybody's mm-hmm. excited when a guy like that comes to your, your town, to your team. So yeah, I, I, I definitely would agree with you, because like even with the team that the Bucks had, And a team now that the Jets have. The Jets, they're a top five defense for a reason. They were battling in the AFC East division because of that defense. So all we had to do was go out there and get a quarterback, right? Another thing is, I was thinking about, is when you evolve in like pressure, right? And hype, it has to do with the money. Mm Aaron Rodgers to come over there from Green Bay to the Jets was a big contract, sure, right? Sure, sure, He didn't get cut, sure. and yeah. we just picked him, and they picked him up. Right. They traded for him. Yep. So we're going to take that whole $50 million a year contract. We're going to take mm-hmm. that on because we know how good you are. We know what you're bringing. So we'll take that money and that big contract because we know that you're going to bring us to the playoffs and, and potentially a championship. I would so, argue that so, yeah.
0: the, 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 the stakes are even higher than they were when... Oh, they high. Uh, well, and you know what? Yeah. In part, because of you. Mr. McCoy, like, I feel like you have a piece in this because all, I've, all I have heard for the yeah. last four or five months right. is the Jets were just a quarterback away. Yeah. Jets are just a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. And just imagine if the, if the Jets had just had a serviceable quarterback, Ooh. what they would have done. That's so true. now they have more than a serviceable quarterback. Cor- That's a good uh, point. That's, That's, a
2: really a good point. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. But I also believe that, that the stakes, you could argue the stakes are higher. We're setting the bar lower, but the stakes are higher than they were for Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. And it's because just two years ago, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers as an MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, Good point. We're, yeah. Th- yeah. We're, we're not talking about a guy who we've seen gradually decline and we're like, does he have enough left to get it done? We're thinking, oh, no, last year was just a, a blip on the radar. Yeah. He's not anywhere close to done. And so, if for whatever reason he doesn't, and, I, and I, I agree with you, like that first impression thing, how are the New York Jets? The New York Jets have heard about the the, the aura and the legacy of of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's real. He comes in there and doesn't get it done. I, for the same reason that it elevated Tom Brady by going to Tampa Bay right. and winning a Super Bowl, I think there would be. I, I think it would it would put a dent in the. Uh, the image of Aaron Rodgers. Shady,
1: very quickly, very quickly, because I was drafted to the Cleveland Browns in 2012, losing culture, losing organization. In 2012, they hadn't seen the playoffs in 10 years since 2002, if I am not mistaken. It is hard for a player to lift up a culture. We have seen quarterbacks time and time again go to Cleveland, and they could not do it. A culture is stronger usually than a player. You were a superstar running back when you went to the Buffalo Bills. You were one year removed from leading the entire National Football League in rushing. I will say again, he was one year removed from leading the entire National Football League, everybody, in rushing. But Buffalo didn't know what it was like to be good. Yeah. We're not giving enough credit to how bad the Jets are. How hard is it going to be for Aaron Rodgers
2: to uplift the mm. losing culture? You've been there. You've had to do that. So I think it's a reflection of habits. When they see a, a superstar player that has done so much like Aaron Rodgers, and he shows the habits of winning habits, right? When we win games, how we act compared to when we lose games. How he makes everybody accountable. Mm. And I'll talk about with Tom Brady, having all the, the players that played there before he got there. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking some of the guys, like, what's the difference? Because like, you had the same talent. Now, obviously, one of them was Winston wasn't throwing picks. You no, know, he started for 30 at the t- mm-hmm. 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. But he said, but, like, the, the, the way that Tom Brady approaches the game and practice, the way he's in meetings, right, you feel that on defense. The way he's in the mm-hmm. locker room, the way he talks to everybody, the way he makes you believe, the way he prepares, that stuff rubs off. Yeah. Right? And now yeah. it has the whole culture on it. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a smaller example. Sean McDermott, right, when, when we were there with him in Buffalo, when I got there, it was a losing culture. I, I couldn't believe it. I come from Andy Reid, way different. Coming there, like, wow, these guys will know how to win. Mm-hmm. And Sean McDermott, I had a in Philadelphia with Andy Reid, right? And he went to the Panthers. When he came to us in Buffalo, he changed the whole culture of now, how do we practice, how do we win, yeah. how do we stay healthy? Yeah. All them things matter. Mm-hmm. So now, mm-hmm. when we had that longest drought of not making the playoffs, we made the playoffs with, with Sean McDermott because everybody believed. And you could change the culture with players, and coaching that's very well said well in order for
1: the Jets to make it to the playoffs they're probably going to have to get through the Miami Dolphins they wear a division with them Tua Tungvala he is healthy and that is what everybody is saying Jalen Ramsey has showed up on the scene they got a new defensive coordinator but get this Tua definitely thinks they're contenders adding quote It can get very scary, pretty dangerous, close quote. I have gone on record, and I will double down in saying that the Dolphins are the scariest team in the National Football League. They are the most dangerous team in the National Football League. That is not to be confused with being the best team mm-hmm. in the National Football League. When I think about danger, I think of at your best, how good can you be? Mm-hmm. I think about in track and field, the phenom Shakari Richardson. I believe she is the most dangerous sprinter because at her best, she can be really good. Might not be the best, but you can be dangerous because now I'm talking about at your climactic peak, just how good are you? If you have Jalen Waddle. Kyrie Kill. In the backfield, you have Raheem Mostert, Devin A-Chain, third round pick out of Texas A&M, also a former track standout, like Shady just said, speedster. Defensively, you got Christian Wilkins, a top defensive tackle. You got Bradley Chubb on the outside. In the back end, you got Javon Holland. Haven't even talked about the other outside backer. Then at cornerback, you have Xavier Howard, and you have Jalen Ramsey, but most of all, you got a defensive coordinator in Vic Vanjo, who's commanded five top five defenses over the last 10-plus years in his career. I think, Shady, they are the most dangerous. It might be a little
2: hyperbolic. Yeah. Maybe I'm a little out there. Where do you stand? I, I can't say the, the most dangerous, right, because I think the Philadelphia Eagles are out there. Ooh. I think the Chiefs are out there, the really Bengals. Good, yeah. But I think full potential, I mean, I can't believe that the Dolphins are one of the most scariest teams in the league. Yeah. Because one is like... They have an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. They have weapons on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. right? Top elite talent. Yeah. And they have top elite coaching on both sides with defense and offense. Only thing is that that why I can't give them the most scariest team in how football, you? the quarterback. I mm-hmm. think is a really good quarterback, he's always hurt, mm-hmm. right? And then we're talking about injuries with your head. Yeah. And if you can't fall on the ground and, and, and not bang your head, how can I call you the dangerous? Yeah. So I think they are dangerous, but the injuries... Have a big impact. Yeah, they weren't a little for, bit. Thank
0: you for the baton, because you led me right into ah. mine, which is that, no, they can't be the most dangerous. And I, it, 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 dangerous is interesting, because I immediately go, well, no, wait a minute, Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, how can you say they're not the most dangerous, right? Well, they're, they're the odds-on favorite to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. Uh, but for me, it's the 49ers are the most dangerous because oh. I'm looking at a team that you're not really thinking about. Like, when I think of danger, I think of that thing out there I can't quite see, but it's, it's got me <laughs> flinching a little bit, right? Oh, hey, oh. And I'm with you. I put the Miami Dolphins in that category. But when I look at the 49ers and what they have and the fact that we constantly talk about the Eagles first and foremost in the NFC, and I'm thinking you got a number one defense and you just added Javon Hargrave to it, mm-hmm. Right. The one question we have is the same question we have with the Miami Dolphins. But let's say that we answer it to the positive for both of them. Mm -hmm. Tua is gonna be healthy and Brock Purdy is gonna be what we last saw him be before he got injured. Man, with Christian McCaffrey, who we haven't seen a full season with, Debo Samuel coming Mm -hmm. back and saying he's gonna be better. Like, go down the line in terms of all that they have. If Brock Purdy really is the Brock Purdy that some people think he is, The 49ers, man, are going to be scary on both sides of the ball. That is a
1: phenomenal point. Well, speaking of scary, some of the quotes coming out of Golden State are incredibly worrisome. Mm. Draymond Green, Chris Paul, we know they have beef. Draymond Green says they still have Mm. beef. But he looks forward to them talking about it as men. I was appalled when I heard the soundbite we will discuss next. Remember, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. But run back to the conversation that is coming up on Speed.
2: A one oh. Oh, this one. oh, man. Dazzle! Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. At the post And we'll be going above and beyond, down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the
0: Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Chris Paul is a warrior now, but don't forget about the battles throughout the years that Chris Paul's had with the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green, he had a lot to say, a lot to say about his new teammate. Take a listen. I publicly said I didn't like Chris before. Like, I'm just not going to be like, oh man, that changed now he's my teammate. No, I look forward to talking amongst men. I have tried to tell you, Slick, (laughs) I'm trying to tell you all, America, there is going to be an issue with Chris Paul in Golden State. I was reading a book earlier today and one of my favorite quotes from it is, don't let your ego get in the way of making the best decision possible. Mm. And I believe that Draymond Green's ego has often gotten in his way of making the best decision possible, albeit with Kevin Durant, albeit with Jordan Poole, and albeit now saying, yes, I have publicly said I don't like Chris Paul, rather than simply saying, But you know, he's my teammate now. I'm gonna get to know him in a different fashion. I'm not just gonna sit here and say I like him now. I look forward to getting to know him amongst men. No, like the ego has gotten in the way for Draymond Green and Chris Paul, you know he has an ego himself, Mm -hmm. rightfully so, all athletes do. But the question is, the question is, can you taper and channel that ego positively? Mm -hmm. We've seen Chris Paul's ego in the last seven days. Shady brought the points up yesterday, as did Slick. A reporter asked Chris Paul how he felt about coming off the bench. Chris Paul snapped back and said, you coaching? Ego, how dare you assume I will come off the bench? Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, I don't like Chris Paul, and I'm not going to say that now I do. Mm-hmm. Ego, slick, I believe there is an issue brewing. What's your reaction?
0: I do not believe that there is an issue brewing. I believe that while birds of a feather may not flock together. But they do. Okay. They can fly together. It's mm. <laughs> they just not gonna flock, right? And we've seen, look, we've seen guys, Pat Bev, Russ Westbrook, we've seen guys who have had beefs mm, in the past, yeah. who have gotten together and they've played together. They don't have to be friends. I, I don't know what your guys' experience was if you ever had somebody on your team that you didn't quite oh, been there. see eye to eye with, right? But when you got on the field or when you had to get the job done, you were like, I'm not, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna allow us to get in the way of we right. and getting the job done. And what I believe, you you pointed out, whether it's ego or it's pride, I think Draymond Green and Chris Paul have a lot in common. I Mm -hmm. think that that's why, as competitors, they have butted heads. But I also believe it's why that they can come together when they have a conversation, because they have the same mindset, which is, what do we have to do to win? What do I have to do to win? If I respect you as a competitor, right, then, and I know you compete as hard as I do, I can find a way for you to be my teammate. I may have not liked competing against you and the way you approached it, but once you're my teammate, we're going to yeah. find a way to get it done.
2: See, and I, I take it like that. Like, okay, so maybe we didn't get along we were competing against each other. That happens. But now we're on the same team, have the same goals. He might become Draymond Green's main man. <laughs> like, like, and then what he said on there, I, I actually respect. He said, yes, I'm on record for saying I don't like Chris Paul, mm-hmm. right? For whatever reason it may be, mm-hmm. I would take it because probably competing with each other. Chris might do some things he don't like, whatever it is. And then now he said, I'm not gonna change because he's my teammate now. Right. He said, but I look forward to having a conversation like men yeah, yeah. to hash out whatever issue we might have had. Some I might have said, or you might have said, or some I might have thought, you might have thought we could talk as men and clear it out because we have a job to do, and that's win the championship. So I love what he what A.J. Martin Green said. And I, I truly think that vets, these guys are both vets, right? They're, they're involved in a lot of different businesses. You you see things that Chris Paul's done off, off the court, so is Draymond Green. And if you can do things like that, working with people that you probably don't like, mm-hmm. but you have a common goal, Why not play a game of basketball, which you've been playing for so many years. Chris wanna win a championship, and I feel like Draymond Green, that's the DNA of the Warriors. They wanna win a championship. Mm -hmm. So why not work together and figure it out? I love what you all are saying, but don't you think, as leaders, I think the collective age of
1: Draymond Green and Chris Paul has to be around 70 plus, right? Like 75 or so. If they wanted to work together and figure it out, America, if they wanted to work together and figure it out, Shady, Don't you think someone should have done that by now? In the sense of, they've been teammates roughly a month. Mm -hmm. These things are not hard to find Mm -hmm. nor utilize. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to pick up the phone and call your mans, hey bro, I know we have beef privately. I know we have beef publicly. But let's go ahead and resolve this so we can go ahead to win a chip. Why are you still talking about things on podcasts publicly when he's been your teammate for over a month now? We should have resolved that. Draymond been in Golden State 10-plus years. Slick, if I'm getting a, 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 a new partner in crime on television, a new partner well, in crime writing my book, how you, I'm calling him ASAP. But about how you up
2: know and speak? Like, like. Congrats, happy to have you on the team. And that might have been it. And they might need to be face-to-face to work things out. Hmm. I don't want you to call me, mm-hmm. right? let me, thank you, but if we got an issue, we need to see this hand-in-hand, yep. face-to-face, talk to me like that. That's more respectful than a, than That's a text. Rare. That's fair, I like hey. that, I like that. Don't you think, though, like,
1: if you're Draymond and you are the leader of the team, a leader no. so much so that you have quite literally gone and pleaded with Kevin Durant to come join your squad. So mm-hmm. we know Draymond Green is willing to travel, mm-hmm. gone to the Hamptons, mm-hmm. willing to go above and beyond to, 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 to make amends and to make men's meet. Right. Don't you think he should have done that with future Hall of Famer, top five point guard in the history of the game of basketball,
0: Chris Paul? I think it depends on the urgency of things. Yes, And right. I don't right. see an urgency as of right now. Like, we got to fix this right now. In fact, it would. I would probably take it the other way. Like... Uh, On some level, he's not worried about this working out. Like, we're going to get together. We're going to hash it out. We both want the same thing. Like, I don't need to jump on this and get this fixed right away because we're going to have time to do that. And don't forget, while there might be some ego involved, like Draymond Green is coming off of the disagreement with Jordan Poole. Mm. Draymond is coming off of, as you've pointed out, the allegation that he ran Kevin Durant off. Like, there's a little bit of pressure on Draymond Green to make this work. Like, he, he, and, and the same I would say for Chris Paul at this point. Like, dude, Phoenix, Phoenix jumped off your boat mm-hmm. to go get Bradley Beal. That's true. Like, they both have a little something at to prove and mm-hmm. at stake. And I think that that is going to make them a little more malleable than you would hey, otherwise think.
2: And hey, you know what? I'm not even to bring this up, but, you know the the Draymond Green the father they were going back and forth. Jordan so, Poole's father. Yeah, Jordan Poole. Yeah, Draymond, yep. and I and I seen the punch. That's one of the best punches I've ever seen in years, though, bro. Like the overhand right. Yeah. Like we, I, and I'm a boxing fan. They,
0: he really uses hips. But it wasn't a it suck, It wasn't a <laughs> sucker punch. It wasn't. Nah, 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 nah. Because I keep hearing it being described nah, as nah, a nah, sucker nah, punch. Nah, no. When well, well, You more than me and you have exactly. issues. I'm,
2: and all, and I'm already defensively. Know? Yo, back up on me, homie. Yo, back up on but, me. But here is
1: here's the. That a sharp disagreement I think I have, Slick, with what you're saying is mm. you continue to say that Draymond Green and Chris Paul, they want the same thing. Yeah. They do, but I don't think it's the same priority of which they want it. Every NFL player wants to win a Super Bowl. Every NFL, NBA player wants to win a championship. Mm. But I can tell by Shady's actions. Shady can tell by my work ethic. I can tell by your commitment. How much do you want it? Mm. We all at home want to get in better shape. But if you're still eating a burger and fries at midnight, how much do you want it? Fair. Chris Paul wants to win a championship. But at the point in which the Warriors, a Warriors reporter assumes he will come off the bench, yeah. because him coming off the bench probably promotes them winning a championship most, and he says, You coaching? Yeah. At the point in which Draymond Green wants to win a championship. But in order to win a championship, you need to rectify your tension yeah. with Chris Paul as urgently as possible, then how much do you want it? So I hear you when you say they both want the same thing, but if, Draymond Green wanted to win a chip more than he wanted to punch Jordan Poole in the moment, he wouldn't have punched Jordan Poole. If Jordan Poole wanted to win a chip more than he wanted to be a thorn in everybody's side, he might have shut his trap sooner. Mm. So everybody wants something, but what are you willing to do to get it?
0: Yeah, I I appreciate that because I do believe, don't tell me what you want to do, show me. Mm. And when someone is all in, you know they're all in. Because every action that they take is directed at the, uh, at the goal and there aren't any hidden agendas and there isn't any like, oh, why aren't they here today or why did that happen or whatever. I just look at where Draymond Green, what Draymond Green has done historically uh, over, over the course of his career in that he has made concessions. Like he hasn't always stepped in the right direction, but he's always made good on it. And I just I don't see I don't necessarily see the urgency on his part to go and get with Chris Paul, because I think it's going to be a collective thing. You could make the case that is as much between Steph and Chris Paul as it is between Draymond and Chris Paul. Right. Uh, there was a time where where uh, where Chris like had remember the, the he had the fake smile oh, had the fake yeah, smile yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he walked the off you know. with Steve Kerr yeah, and he no. did the shimmy like yeah. there, it's not just Dre. Like right. Even Steph, it's, though. It's, Steph told him
2: this ain't tw- uh, 2012 2014, or 2014. No yeah. yeah, They both got that That's competition, right. though.
0: Right. And so I, I don't know that it would be Dre's, even Dre's place necessarily to go out and, and individually try to get this right. I think it's a collective thing that has to happen. And I would also say I, I, get, I totally get your, your question about Chris Paul and his willingness to do what it takes. But knowing the history of his relationship with with reporters and the way he's always been kind of sarcastic, I I don't take that reaction as a reflection of his resistance to, to coming off the bench as much as it is a resistance to having a reporter suggest that he's going to come off the bench.
1: Very well said. Well, to the NFL, it has been sheer and utter chaos and the NFL running back market. The nucleus of all of that chaos, Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants. Should Saquon Barkley that, get out week one after not getting a long-term deal, we have to break that down and try to educate y'all a little bit. Next on speak It's hey, tripping, man.
2: Pay that boy, man.
0: Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Show YouTube channel.
2: First, the bad news.
1: SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Okay, Saquon Barkley and the Giants, they could not agree on Monday to a long-term deal. That was the deadline. It was this past Monday. That means this. He's got to play on the franchise tag this upcoming season. Saquon Barkley, he don't want to, and he made it very simple on a quote a week ago. Take a listen.
2: My love is I can say you to the Giants. I can say to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my work? Want me to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I won't play it down. And that's a that's a that's a that's a play I can use. Don't use that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't just do not show up. That's no money. Hmm. I mean, that's what six hundred thousand a game. Six hundred
1: thousand a week. Don't do that. Don't do that. But shady isn't. Isn't that Saquon's only option if he wants to get back the Giants one final time? I do not think it is in Saquon's best interest to not show up. But Shady, the only power, the only power that Saquon Barkley has at this junction in time is to quite literally cut off his nose to spite his face. I understand how dumb that might seem, but if you are Saquon Barkley and the Giants have told you they do not deem you as valuable as you see yourself, the only way to prove your value then would be Sunday night football, national television, versus the most popular team in the world as it pertains to sports, the Dallas Cowboys, not playing and letting the whole world realize just how valuable you are. Although it might not be the best long-term decision, you've been a running back and you know that athletes sometimes they can be blinded
2: by their frustration and by their animosity. Isn't that Saquon's only power? And I get it, that probably is his only, I guess, way out. But I mean, what can he really do? Because, so let's say that he doesn't play at all, right? So that means you're gonna miss out on the money, 10 million dollars, right? 600,000 dollars a year. Okay, Yep. right? And then it's like, you're you're rusty, you're not playing. Mm -hmm. And then we see how that worked out for a guy like Le'Veon Bell. Mm -hmm. So. What I would tell, tell Saquon is right now, the only thing you can do is play. Make that money. I, I hate when players like, leave the money on the table. Right, mm-hmm. can't go get that money. Mm-hmm. And if you wanna do this, hey look, after I sign that, that, that $10 million uh, um, contract or, or, or the tag, my back sore, my yeah. ankle hurts, I, I can't play. That's it. Mm-hmm. But don't leave the money on the table. Don't do that. So what you're saying you'll never is, get that back. sign the
1: contract admit Sign it. Sign the contract, then after you sign the contract, if you happen to have a hamstring, more hamstring here, yeah.
2: a hamstring or, there. Or, or, or if you sign it and you wanna play, play. I just think that if he doesn't show up to the first game against Dallas, mm-hmm. what happens? Yeah. Because you're not getting paid for it. You're gonna wait around all year to, to, to then what? It's like that, I, I just, it sucks what's going on right now in the NFL with the running backs. Like he deserves to be paid. I think Mm -hmm. that I don't know if they're going to beat the Giants or beat the Cowboys anyway, but they can beat him if Saquon's on the team. Mm -hmm. Way better percentage to beat him with him than without him. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand, like, what can he really do now that they didn't get a deal done by the 17th of July?
0: I feel like this is yelling fire after the house is already burned down. Mm. Like, what's the point? What's the point? Or or you're in a fight and the bell rings, and now you're going, like, what are we trying to get done here? Is it worth, to Saquon uh, Barkley, is it worth $600,000 to make a point? It never is. Right? So like, you'll never, you'll never would, get you would you pay? Would you, Acho? Like, would you stand on, man, you did me wrong, and I'm willing to sacrifice 600K in order to let the world know that I have done, been done an injustice? No, I wouldn't have the courage to. I wouldn't have the courage to. Yeah, I the courage to. well, yeah, well I, I, there's, there's courage, but there's also, like, sensibility in terms of this is where I am. And by the way, listening to that, Tells me why he is where he is. It sucks, bro. Because even now he's saying that's a play, that's a card I could use. He's not even saying I'm going to do it. There's, there's always been this equivocating, and I have to think that the Giants knew exactly who they were negotiating with. That they looked. That's unfair. Understood, but if they don't think you're going to go to the wall, if they don't think like you, you have to. You can't half step the threat, you know, I could, mm-hmm. you know, this franchise tag is not acceptable. It's like, no, I'm not playing this year on the franchise tag. Period. And that needed to be said months ago. Not like now I'm still, he's, it sounds as if he's still trying to negotiate his deal and there's nothing to be negotiated. But, but real
2: quick, I, t- I told Josh Jacobs this, I said, you guys gotta make chaos right now, mm-hmm. right? Well, months ago. Well. When, when the year when the year was over and, and we didn't get, uh, talk about a contract yet, that's when it should happen. Yo, look, I want to let the fans know, I want to let the, the world know I'm unhappy, right? I love this team, I love this organization, but I need to get paid my value and, and ram it up. Keep going, keep going. Right. See, now I feel like every time we talk about Saquon Barkley's contract or Josh Jacobs' contract is if... Um, um, you know, the deadlines for the contract to be signed. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or, okay, well, oh, now he's, going to, he's not going to show up to camp because he didn't get a deal done. It's too late. Right. I should have started this thing from, from, from the beginning
0: of the season, as soon as it was over, the whole way down. When, when, contract. And when there was still an option that if the team decided, Ooh. you know what, we don't want to risk you oh, oh, doing that, Craig, we'll I move see another, you. Drew Rossoff
2: was one of the best agents the that, that NFL has ever seen. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to have him as my agent. We ain't waiting that long. You don't wanna pay me, fine, I'm gonna find somebody else to pay me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make a big deal about it everywhere I go, on on, on on the media, on TV, wherever it is. And I'm gonna make it obvious that, yo, LaShawn McCoy or say whoever it is is not happy they need to contract. And if you don't wanna pay me, I wanna find somebody that will pay me. And I'm gonna go out there and seek a trade. But Shady, how difficult is that? Because
1: obviously your personality, which helps on oh, the me, football field, with me on television, you oh, can do that. About my paper? Exactly, but Saquon Barkley who, I'm not gonna say he has no reason to have a chip on his shoulder, Mm -hmm. but Shady, you were drafted in the second round. You should've been a first round pick, right? Chip on your shoulder. You didn't start your rookie year. Chip on your shoulder. Saquon Barkley, I believe, was taken number two overall. Right. Even after tearing an ACL and being injured, they still picked up his fifth year option. Mm -hmm. So thus far in Saquon Barkley's career, at least what we have seen publicly, for the most part, he's been taken care of. He's been done right. You draft him higher than you've drafted a running back in God knows how long. You pick up his fifth year option after he has a 500 yard season and a season in which he only starts two games. He's been done right. So everything for Saquon Barkley, what we have seen publicly, only speaking about football, has kind of gone right as the New York Giants have done him. He's not thinking he's going to have to kick up dust. Mm. He's thinking they've always taken care of me. They
0: will continue to take care of me. He's not thinking like oh, you're thinking. No. But Man. that's the danger is, is, is thinking that because they've treated me one way to this point, Now we're looking at a serious investment like this is the serious for based on what he wanted. This is the investment. I still I, I still need to be on guard like look, any business relationship, right? It may get friendly and we may have, but it's always a matter of we're still protecting our best interest. And at some point he has to realize, okay, if you're really with me, if we're really getting this done, then we need to get this done now. You need to create that deadline.
1: What's the bigger deal, though, LaShawn McCoy? Saquon Barkley losing $600,000 week one? Or the New York Giants getting embarrassed by the Dallas Cowboys and having a completely inept run game? Because I think if Saquon loses $600,000, he can take that hit. But the Giants cannot afford to lose on national television to a divisional rival who you know you're going to need that win against. I don't think the Giants First of can all, afford that. That may happen this, this, even this, if he does It's
2: a away game for the Giants, correct? I believe so. Is can it a away game? I think it's a away game, yes. Yes. yes? Yeah. So, Dallas are home for one. So, if Saquon played, it'd be hard to win that game anyway. My thing you're saying a loss. What's a loss in the NFL? You got 17 weeks. What's, a, what's one loss mm. to a divisional opponent that you're going to see again? Are you tied up when you go back home? That doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, $600,000 every week it adds up, bro. It adds all the way up to mm-hmm. $10 million, <laughs> right? I don't know his living situation. I just know I've been in there in his shoes. Sure. We need our money because you could never get that money back. And the, and the, and the last point I want to make is, nothing can change. Right. If he doesn't play, he can't play unless he signs that contract, that tag. and the tag is only gonna be $10 million. He can't get a deal no more, it's over. Can't get a new contract. So my thing is, yo, if you want to go there and, and, and get your 10th to secure yourself and, and, and stick it to him where I ain't even playing, I'm hurt, yeah. then do that. But what I'm saying, don't leave that money on the table. We all know that he deserves to get a big contract. He's one of the best person in the NFL. As an athlete, how hard is it going to work every day?
1: Not an athlete. Let me specify it. I don't okay. you're talking about okay. the Eagles' all-time rushing leader. Yeah. As a running back... Mm-hmm who has led an organization in rushing yards, who has been a pro bowler multiple times, you all pro, Saquon pro bowler. How hard is it going to work every day, knowing you're upset about your money, knowing you feel undervalued, knowing you feel taken advantage
2: of and disrespected? Yes. How hard is it? It's, it's super hard, and I, I think that our personalities are a lot different. I know a lot of people that know him. I know him a little bit. I don't know him too well, I know him a little bit, and nice guy, I'm a nice guy, but when it's about that paper, it's about that money, I'm gonna act different. You're not gonna hear that I'm upset. You're gonna see it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in the locker room pissed off, right? Hmm. I ain't gonna go as far as Brandon Marshall kicking the ball at practice, but you're gonna know I'm upset. The teammates, in the, the, the huddle, the quarterback, everybody's Everybody gonna know. Don't know. And either we're gonna fix this issue, right, you or I'm upset. gonna be an issue. Quick story it's The a bar. Uh, hey, hey, that was <laughs> I'm a little way. Look, Asante Samuel, one of my best friends, right? He's one of my OGs. He was telling me how. Um, Bill Belichick, this is when everybody thought he was, Bill was so great. Anyway, <laughs> Sante had a deal coming up. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to keep you here. I'm, I'm going to franchise tag you. Sante said, listen, man, don't worry about it. We can't talk on the phone. I'm going to come see you. So he went to meet him. He said, I was said that meeting, I was like, listen, if you don't let me go, I'm going to tear this whole team down. Mm-hmm. There ain't going to be no chemistry. I'm going to be a headache for you. And you got to pay me the, the franchise tag. Mm. So it's better off to trade me or let me go. What did the bill do? He let him go. Sign a big, big, big deal with Philadelphia Eagles because I'm telling you something, they ain't going to do nothing for you. Let me show you what I'm going to really be. When it's about your money, you got to go all out for that. I- I'll try. Right. Slick, you... So, so Fox, By my money. I will act up in this joint. Pay me my money. <laughs> so y'all know.
1: Slick, you have seen thousands upon thousands, can y'all stop laughing off camera please? Can Sl- you stop hey, hey, I'm setting <laughs> the record straight right now. Slick, you have seen thousands upon thousands upon thousands of athletes. Yeah. You know personalities. Yeah. What Shady's mm. talking about is very hard for an athlete yes. to do. Yes. It is easier for Shady to do, but 100%. they call him Shady for a reason, right? It is harder for me to do. Yeah. How difficult is this? Because we're seeing something similar with Damian Lillard, we'll talk about that later mm. on. Mm-hmm. How difficult is is it in your mind for a player like Saquon Barkley, who thus far has not ruffled any feathers, yeah. to now
0: become a feather ruffler? If, if it's not in your personality, I mean, it's it's one of the most challenging things. As being asked to behave in a way that goes against what I believe is probably Saquon's principles. Yeah. In terms of being a teammate and being part of a team and being professional and all of that, which is why you have agents. I love to say that. Mm-hmm. And they gave him up 3%.
2: Yeah. If I can't be a bad guy,
0: you be the bad right. guy. And, be, and, and instruct them, you gotta be a bad guy. You gotta be a bad guy for me, cuz if you're not, I'm gonna Ooh. go get somebody else to be my bad that's guy. That's
2: right, that's really good. Hey, hey, wait, real quick. Last story, you know, I like stories. Jerome's House. I was like, man, you sound like a good guy. Everybody sitting to say you got like a, a bad rap. I said, you know why? He said, I won't say the players, but if my player was a bad guy and he needed somebody to, to act bad, it's gonna be me. Yeah. I said, oh, so it's not Terrell Owens, oh, it's you. Okay, back. <laughs> I, lo- I love that though. Like, either fix the issue, or I'm gonna be an issue. Well, I'm gonna pay you three percent? Look, I'm a great guy. You be the bad guy. Tell him I'm unhappy. Uh, and this, dude, you, make some lies up, whatever y'all do, but let him know right. I'm not coming there for, for, for less than ten million. I want more than ten million. He went 14, something like that. Saquon Barkley should be playing for no ten million dollars. Come on, Saquon Barkley, we talking about? Saquon, you better find a way to get it done. Hire me, bro. I'll do it for you.
1: I don't know how well it'll go if Shady does it, though. He just makes demands on national television. I do, I do know Brian
2: Davis, my man. That is
1: true. We text. That is true. We that is true. Oh we're boy, coming out. Oh I got to see what all Slick knows about Jimmy Butler guaranteeing Miami will win a chip. Oh. Should the Clippers go all in on James Harden? And Anthony Davis and the Lakers are talking about contract extension. We're going to break all of what you need to know down in the NBA urgently next on Speak. But we're that bad at? I ain't playing with these
0: dudes. Where my money at? The world's best skateboard, BMX, and Moto X athletes are heading to X Games California to compete for gold. Download the free Caffeine TV app to watch all the best tricks on the X Games channel. You can tune in to catch Tony Hawk, Salema, Nigel Houston, Sky Brown, and more live from July 21st through July 23rd. And watch On Demand anytime after.
1: What's up, family? It is time for a little shoot around. We're going to talk all NBA topics that you may have missed, but you will know very thoroughly as soon as we're done here. We got to start in Miami, not Dame Lillard, but get this. Jimmy Butler coming off an NBA finals loss. He recently said in a quote, I will win a championship for the Miami Heat. Slick, what you make of that? You buying it? You selling it? You believing it?
0: What? I'm going to buy it. And it's largely because of the organization that he's with, number one, because the Miami Heat have, unlike a lot of other teams, are constantly looking to win that championship. And I also believe, the reason I believe, and the easy thing would be to say no. The numbers say, the, the, the percentage is to say no. Yep. But after seeing the Golden State Warriors do what I did not think was possible on paper, which is come back and win a championship after all those runs. Sure. And the way Steph Curry approached it mentally, sure. where he said, we are going to get this done, I now believe in that. When you have a team that is chasing championships, sure. and you have a player who says, I'm going to get one, that can be a very split, powerful thing. This player has said a lot. Take a listen, y'all. Take a listen.
2: We're going to keep it very, very, very consistent. Knowing that we are going Check to the win date. the next game tomorrow, we're going to come out with a lot more energy. We're going to compete at a high level. Check the day. Um, we're going to get one at home. We're going to have no quit. We're going to continually fight. Start state. tomorrow to get better.
1: We're going to move made. on a
2: Monday and and do what we said Three. we're going to do yeah. this entire time and yeah. win.
1: Three we guarantees to. Yeah. to me.
0: He never yeah. telling
1: the truth. Three yeah. things he guaranteed yeah. meeting in the playoffs, yeah. and he lied about yeah. them. Flick, I can't believe Jimmy Butler when he makes a guarantee no more.
0: Oh, that's fair, and you have reason to. But I'm going to look at the, in spite of it not happening three times, he's continued. Look, after the first one, you might go, man, maybe I ought to slow my roll. <laughs> you got, the only way you get there is if at some point. You believe that you are. Click, you're a
1: lefty, right? Yes. Can we talk about the lefty in James Harden? Because James Harden wants to get out of Philly and he wants to go to the Clippers. An article recently said it is now or never for the Clippers. They must trade for James Harden. Should the Clippers go all in?
0: Yes, they should. I'm not giving you any easy answers. The easy answer is to say the Miami Heat are not going to win a championship with Jimmy Butler because he's lied to us all these times. The easy answer would be see, hell no, you don't want to get James Harden. Look what he's done he's torn down so many teams before yep but this that's is true. the los angeles clippers that's true what have the los angeles clippers done los angeles clippers have the most expensive roster in the league last year and we're 44 and 38 they haven't had a guy who averages 10 assists a game and i don't know how long but it's been a while That's what Harden has done for the last seven years in a row. But Slick, I got to cut you off. I got to cut you off. Why would you
1: add chaos to chaos? The Clippers are a chaotic team, not because their players are chaotic, Mm -hmm. but they're chaotic because you never know if PG is going to play. You never know if Kawhi is going to play. Wait, Russ Westbrook was here. Wait, Russ Westbrook isn't here. Wait, Pat Bev was here. Wait, Pat Bev was gone. Why would you add chaos in James Harden, maybe the most chaotic player in the NBA, meaning
0: controversy It follows him wherever he goes, Yes. Why would you want to add him to L.A.? Why not? I'm, look, I'm not saying it's going to work. All I'm saying is, why not? You're expensive. You are 44 and 38. And from a basketball standpoint, in terms of a guy who's a playmaker, look, okay, so Kawhi's not going to be there half the time. Paul George is not going to be there half the time. James Harden is not going to be there half the time. But a couple of them are. So at least <laughs> you're, you're going to be better off than you are. Look, talent. You, you can't substitute talent. And James Harden, for whatever we may think about him, is still talented.
1: Riddle me this. Why can't James Harden win an NBA title? He is an NBA MVP. America, he's one of the best players that has ever tried to score a basketball mm. offensively. But he cannot win the ever-elusive
0: title. Why is that? That's, it's, it's fairly simple because talent-wise, he's always the best player on every team but he's not the best leader. And for you to win a championship, your best player has to be your leader. So who knows? Kawhi Leonard is the leader of that team potentially. Maybe this is the time that James Harden gets a ring. Okay, let's
1: move from the Clippers in L.A. to the Lakers in L.A. because a report says Anthony Davis is expected to sign a new contract that will make the total value over $250 million for five years. He will be 35 years old in the last year of that deal. Is it wise to really commit long-term, even longer, to Anthony Davis when you never know if he's going to be healthy one day or injured the next?
0: No easy answers here. Yes, you must commit to Anthony Davis long term and here's why, because he's an asset. I'm not saying that you're necessarily going to have Anthony Davis that whole time, but rather than run the risk of him walking or opting out and now he's a free agent, look he's still a 24 and 12 guy, he's still maybe not all-star level but one of the best bigs when healthy in the league. And perhaps most important is that even if he's not... Look, with LeBron James, I can't guarantee that LeBron James is going to be there beyond next season. Sure. If he's going to go join Bronny wherever Bronny gets drafted, this is what I know about, about stars. They want to play with other stars. So if I'm, I'm moving off of Anthony Davis, I'm, I'm potentially letting Anthony Davis and LeBron James go... Now I've got an
1: empty cupboard. But you, Slick, you said that the Lakers won a bubble championship. The reason so many people say that is because in the bubble year, there was roughly a four-month break, which means Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis, who was oft injured, got four months to rest, got four months to rehab in the middle of the season before cranking it up again to win a title. They are implying that if Anthony Davis has to go through the gauntlet of a season, keep in mind, Mm -hmm. throughout the regular season, Anthony Davis did not play back-to-back games per restrictions from the athletic trainers. You know firsthand that if not for that break, the Lakers may not have won a title. So knowing all of that, committing to that belief in your fundamental philosophy of Anthony Davis and the Lakers, how can you assume that Anthony Davis can help win the title unless we face another global pandemic?
0: because of what I saw at the end of last season. I might be with you if I hadn't seen him make the run. Yes, not back-to-backs, but join the crowd. I mean, what star players now are playing back-to-backs? Load management has taken over, so that's not that unusual. Yeah. But he made the run. Did he miss any playoff games? No. He was there. He was there. So that gets me to believe that, yes, there's a concern that if LeBron James isn't there, who's going to motivate Anthony Davis? But I have a better chance of going and getting that guy and adding him to Anthony Davis rather than the cupboard is bare and now I got to go get two new superstars to go chase the champions. We have discussed Jimmy
1: Butler, James Harden, and Anthony Davis. On the spot, I am going to ask you a multiple-choice question. Question: Either A, Jimmy Butler, B, James Harden, C, Anthony Davis wins a title, or D, none of the above. Who was the first one? James Harden. Yes. Jimmy Butler was first. He was A. Okay. James Harden was B, Anthony Davis was C, or D, none of the above. You have to fill
0: something in on your Scantron. What are you selecting? I know that Jimmy has lied to you, to us, but if I got to pick among those three... And I'm not going to take the easy way out and say D. It's Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets
1: got it done. Well, we got it done. Well done, Slick. All right, when we return, Draymond Green, he is finally, finally talking about his altercation with Jordan Poole that undermined the dynasty of the Golden State Warriors last season. It's going to get spicy. That's next on Speak. We got to give you all the details. We'll see you soon.
0: Well, let's get to the
1: NBA. We all remember Draymond Green. He punched Jordan Poole. Well, Jordan Poole is now playing for the Wizards. Draymond is still playing for the Warriors. But Draymond is finally talking about the incident that sent his teammate packing. Take a listen. I
2: don't just hit people. Dialogue happens over the course of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you usually ain't just triggered by something, like, that fast. But we know stuff that you don't say amongst men. You know what I'm saying? We, we you know, we know,
1: um, you know, things that you have to stand on. Mm. Jordan Poole's dad reacted to that tweet. What's up, Dang, I'm going to stand on that as some BS. JP Jordan Poole was his guy, and he avoided he avoided me all last year. He is soft and, and I'm standing on this, and he didn't apologize to me and my wife. What? So he lame. And me and him can meet anytime he want. Well, Draymond responded, "That's so cute. It's impossible to avoid you in an arena for a year, champ. I gotta get my family from that family room every game, and stop using those words. They usually don't go over well amongst men." <laughs>
2: Yo, that's like the answer though. Like, yeah, look, bro, that's cool. I see you in the arena and I gotta get my family out the family room. Yeah. Easy with them words, bro, cuz they normally don't end up well. That was pretty clever from
1: that my <laughs> yeah. Shady, what's your response
2: uh, off rip to one Jordan Poole's dad hey. chiming in? I'm checking my pops. I love my dad to death, but you not about to talk for me. I'm a grown man. And why the hell does Draymond Green have to apologize to him mm. and his wife? The dad, the, why did I punch you, I didn't punch you? Listen, I, I, I hate when things like this happens in the locker room, because now you got them, them brothers that wanna get on Twitter, you got them pops that wanna get on. Listen, let them two men figure it out. Hmm. If you punch me or I punch you, we gonna figure it out. And my dad ain't gonna be calling your phone or texting you or Instagramming you or Twittering you. That won't never happen, so.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, what is it with parents, like, getting know. involved now? We got T. Morant. We got oh, right, even right.
2: LeVar Ball to some extent, right? I got Ball jumping in it, though. You punched Lonzo yeah. for a baby, baby uh, Ball? Yep. I got him jumping in it. Lonzo's like 6'4", 6'5", too, now. big brother.
0: Look, uh, for, for, when it comes to Draymond's uh, explanation, it's consistent with what I've heard. So I appreciate What that. is it that you have heard? That this wasn't like they were just having a beef and practice one day and he decided to go over and cold cock him. That this was like oh. this had built up over, like, the course of a year. Sure. In terms of being frustrated and trash talk and going back and forth. And, like, Jordan Poole's got to know who he's dealing with when it comes to Draymond yeah. Green. Mm-hmm. Like, Draymond Green's only going to go so far. Steph might take it. Clay might take it. They might not. Draymond... And, and for all those out there that are, like, punching a teammate is unforgivable, like, you guys know this. I'm sure I'm, I would not be surprised if it happened on your teams. Like, guys get into it. Guys swing on each other. Teammates <laughs> swing Ooh. on each other. Ooh. The worst thing that happened was that the video got out. Yeah. And that, that's what the, the Warriors are most upset yeah. about. That is true. I mean,
1: again, not to make a parallel of the situation, but I have to. It's like, there's one thing in Hollywood if somebody cheats on their spouse. But when it gets out to the public, yeah. yep. And then the spouse has to deal with the shame of being publicly embarrassed. And if there's video. Uh, And And if if there's video. You gotta gotta pay for that. It's way different than if it is kept private. However, I take issue with what Draymond said. I don't just punch people. If drama always follows you, maybe it's you. You don't just punch people. Except in 2016, a 26 year old, I believe he was arrested for allegedly, get this, punching somebody who was 22 years old and a student at Michigan State. In a bar. In a bar. Oh. Now you a whole even more grown man, and you, get this, punching somebody. Well, let's go back to 2016. Game four, NBA Finals. You get suspended and have to miss game five for, get this. Punching somebody. Oh,
0: let's not pull a flick that punch. A punch. let's this not, is now, oh, Wait, oh. you digging
1: that deep? I, of course. Wait, you're not done, are you? I'm not, I'm not well, I don't have to be done, cuz he didn't use his hand the next time. So bonus, he didn't punch him, he just stepped on him. If drama always Bro. follows you, maybe, just maybe, oh, nah, you it's you. it. I'm not
2: feeling that. I'm not, I'm not even want to get into that whole thing you just did. Going to college, I ain't even going to that part. He was a pro. Draymond man, was a pro. Listen, yeah, listen, man. He like was a pro with that. One thing, he I'm went a, back to college. I'm going to say, we've all been there before. And, and one thing about athletes, right, and there might have been another athlete, you can't just say what you want out your mouth. You can compete and say different things, even with teammates. You might not like them. They might say different things. Cool, mm-hmm. whatever. When you say certain things you got to stand on, you can't just say certain things to certain people. We on we on TV is live, so I can't, you know, say the words, but sure, sure, sure. You, America, y'all can imagine the words that you can use to somebody to mm-hmm. make them get mm-hmm. so offended where you might get punched in the face. Yep. And when you say them type of things, and when I'm walking up to you, you
1: should be aware. But here my issue, 25. Oh, I gotta call a quick one. Is this a 36? Is this a 30? Where we at? Where we at? I this need, is a 30. I need a 30, America, I yeah. need a 30. Uh, 2-5, at the point in which Draymond Green has always been at the center of controversy, can we stop looking at everybody else as a cause of the controversy and look at Draymond Green? Like, quite literally, you hit LeBron James, so you've been in controversy with him. You're 26-year-old, you get into it with the 22-year-old Michigan State student. You've been in controversy with them. Jordan Poole, you done hit him. You've been in controversy with him. Mm -hmm. Sabonis, you done stepped on him. You've been in controversy with him. That is four physical altercations, and these are just off the top of my head, three of which we saw on tape and one of which we didn't see on tape. I'm tired of Draymond being at the center of controversy. So
2: every team has them type of players, they're hotheads, right? I would put a guy like uh, um, um, DeMarcus Cousins. Mm -hmm. Not as much as Draymond, but hothead where you ain't gonna mess with him. Mm -hmm. So my thing is if I'm on a team with a guy like that, Jason Pierce is a similar dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be playing with Jason Pierce and saying different words to him because mm-hmm. I know what the outcome may be. Yeah. Right. You're not going to be saying the same things to uh, a Boogie uh, Cousins like you would against a Steph Curry or mm-hmm. something like that with that type of attitude. Same thing with Draymond Green. Draymond Poole, you know better than come at Draymond cer- saying certain words you can't say and standing on it. Yeah. And he didn't stand on it. And that's what happens, so you know better. You know what dudes you can play right. with, you can't play with, You're right. you know that. you right, he's right. Cuz I know that. He's right about that. Yeah, Like, hold up, wait, is that Jason Peters? Okay, bet, I ain't gonna say what I wanna say to his face. I'm gonna keep it moving but somebody else you might you might be different about it cuz you know what the, the consequences if you say certain things to that's, certain people you preaching, you preaching. because that's
1: real talk that's the realest thing have ever talked on this show but also at the point in which a guy like Jason Peters or Draymond Green just get into too many physical altercations at what point are you like hey big dog you might want to check your attitude cuz it's costing us mm-hmm. like Draymond mm-hmm. Green's attitude mm-hmm. costing not only him. cost him I just want a chip
2: though it's But two two years remember ago
1: chip. remember why they could have won another one this year Man, remember how I'll, they could have won listen, a chip in 2016 listen, listen.
2: And you've seen what happened. What happened to Draymond Green? Another hundred million dollar contract. What happened to Jordan Poole? Shipped off, traded to Washington. So, oh, you saying the kid, the guy is valuable still. And in sports, the viable player always wins out. I've seen dudes get suspended for all type of stuff. I won't even name it America, it's some bad things. Mm-hmm. If they can play and they valuable, they will be on that team. Slick, so how much of it was ego? Simple as that. Because Evil. Ego. ego, ego. Oh, ego.
1: Because Jordan Poole is making more than Draymond Green right yeah. now. And Draymond Green did know at the time of the punch, like, hey, this young gunner finna get more bread than me. This young gunner had a better playoff run than me as it pertains to scoring points, getting buckets, and becoming more beloved. We were talking about pool parties. We weren't talking about green bashes, Mm -hmm. okay? So, like, this young gunner (laughs) was about to really be that dude. How much of it was a little bit of
0: a tug of war between egos? I don't think it was any. I really don't think it was that. Me too. It was was, Draymond Green is like, Jordan, you could help us win, man, but you're about all the wrong things. Like, why are we talking trash about who's making more money? I don't care about that. But if you keep sticking it in my face, I'm going to shut you down. Right? Mm. Whatever it might be. Like, can we be – because, look, it's a two-way street. I take this I don't just hit people. And whether it's in the bar or whether it's a bonus or uh, uh, it's LeBron, like – to say, look, I didn't do it out of the blue. I didn't do it just because I decided to swing right, on somebody. Right. There was something going on up. that built up that yeah. led to it. Yes. But don't you think that would be a much more fair statement coming from
1: Steph Curry? I don't just hit people. Cause he quite literally doesn't. But Draymond Green has a track
2: record of literally yes. just hitting people. You're d- you okay. dealing with alphas. You heard what Mason and, and, and Cameron what saying? You saying. what do he say? I don't know if I can say it on TV, but it was a buildup between egos and things being said and he had to get, get stressed for it.
0: Here's the other part. Look, boop, boop. is Draymond volatile? Boop,
2: boop, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Watch you, Listen, that should be an example for all the young dudes out there. Watch what you say, because there's a consequence for everything you say. Especially if you say it to the right person. And do
0: look. Boop, boop. I, is is he volatile? <laughs> yes. And and is there that balance? Like I'm not all in on like Draymond Green is you know beyond reproach, right? There is that balance of are you winning championships? Are you getting me where I need to go? And is that volatility useful in the? in the framework of my team? Right. Does it embolden my team? Do we get confidence out of that? Does, does, does it galvanize the team when Draymond is, is going a little nuts? Do you need that edge, right? You ever, every, the NHL, you, you've always got the enforcer, right? And what it is, you ain't, mess, you ain't messing with our good dudes. Like, you ain't messing with Steph. You ain't messing with Clay. Why? Because Draymond's right there was going to take up for him. That's a great example. Right? So yes. there, there is that. Now, there's always the balance of... Okay, as long as we're winning, as long as we're winning championships, then we're going to put up with this. The second that it's all this and now nope, we're not yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, then, how it, that's how it happens though. Then yeah, the anybody. formula changes. But Steve Kerr talked about how like
2: even though Draymond went overboard with this situation, they love Draymond with this attitude because that's what makes them the Warriors. That's they what makes won, them one they, of the most dominant teams in this era. Here's he my, my issue Four though. altercations,
0: four championships. Ooh, that's, that's a bar too. And I'm taking that. Give me the yeah, punch in the face. face. Hey, give me the hit in right, nuts. Give me all that. That exchange. Give me all that. Don't Give me all that. If you gotta go punch somebody else yeah. for us to win a fifth one, bro,
2: bro. bro. Everybody got right, Listen. <laughs> everybody, everybody get punched in their face. Everybody, everybody get. Come on now. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs>
1: boop. <laughs> All right, family, well, we are just 50 days away from the start of the NFL <laughs> season, which means we are just months away from another Super Bowl game. Who has a better chance of returning to the
2: Super Bowl? Chiefs or Eagles? We gonna talk next on Speak. Boop, 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 boop. it's a lot of dudes that got punched on in the NFL and NBA.
1: Okay, we got a Super Bowl here. The game is going to be crazy. Absolutely crazy.
2: Mahomes looking that way. Throwing that way. Kelsey got it. Touchdown. Who is going to guard Travis Kelsey? They have no answer.
1: Hurts. Deep shot is caught. A.J. Brown.
0: Touchdown. Hurts on a quarterback draw. Nowhere to go.
2: The ball is loose.
1: It's picked up by Bolton. one in front. He's gonna score! Holmes oh. racing with the bad ankle at all. That is a killer. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super
0: Bowl champions.
1: The most epic game in all the sports we just witnessed there. The highlights of, well, we're 50 days away from the start of a new NFL season. Chiefs defending Super Bowl champs after beating the Eagles. So now this is the question that has to be discussed. Again, NBA season has really kind of snuck up on us, slick. It snuck Mm -hmm, up on us. mm -hmm. Got through the basketball season and here we are. Shady, what's more likely to
2: occur? The Eagles returning to the Super Bowl or the Chiefs? Ding, 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 ding. Eagles. I think the Chiefs are a great team, but the Eagles are in the NFC mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot, a lot easier. I mean, the top 13 is what? Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. 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 I don't know the quarterback is, don't, but... Don't
0: say that with a question mark. Say it. I mean, Niners. Niners Hikings, I mean, it's,
2: it's up in the air. So I feel like it's, it's, it's an easier um, journey to get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. right? I think it's definitely hard to get there, but I would love to have the matchups on the NFC compared to the AFC. AFC, I mean, we can name a whole bunch of teams that could be in the top three. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think the Eagles, the, the team we have, I think the, 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 the talent we have on the NFC compared to the talent in the NFC, I think it's, we're, we're, they're outmatched. Yeah. I think we have a big advantage. So that's how I looked at it. So, I'm with Shady on this one, Slick, because I'm always thinking,
1: who can afford to have a bad day? Mm. Mm-hmm. Eagles can afford to have a lot of bad days. Last mm-hmm. year versus uh, the Houston Texans, bad day, didn't matter. Still won the game. Like, Eagles versus the NFC this year, there are just going to be so many mediocre teams mm-hmm. that you can afford to have so many more off days. You don't have to be perfect as often, particularly in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You can just afford to really be your average because your average will still be better than their good. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the Philadelphia Eagles average should still be better than the Carolina Panthers good, mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Bucs good, the New Orleans Saints good. The Atlanta Falcons, Falcons, good. The Los Angeles Rams, good. The Arizona Cardinals, great. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, the Eagles average should still be able to beat so many other NFC teams, uh, good. Whereas over with KC, don't let the Ravens play well. Don't mm-hmm. let the Dolphins play well. Don't let the Bills Jets. play well. Don't let the Jets mm-hmm. play well. Don't let Herbert Bengals. and the Chargers play well. Don't let the Bengals yes. play well. Don't let the, the Bills
2: like don't Don't, don't let, don't any let any the Browns teams. get some swag and some confidence. Deshaun Watson yeah. might show yeah. back
1: up. Sure. Correct. Sure. So it's that yeah. that road to greatness in the AFC is just so
0: daunting in my mind Slick. Yeah, I'm still going with the Chiefs, and this is why. Because when we talk about the NFC and the Eagles as having the easier road, number one, we just keep talking about everybody else. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about the Eagles. Mm -hmm. And the Eagles, if this was the same Eagles team that went to the Super Bowl last year, I'd be with you. But they're not. Like, I don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be. I don't know what the new coordinators are going to do. I don't know what that defense is going to be. I've got question marks about them. And meanwhile... You question the, the birds? You question what? the birds? What? I'm you questioning, questioning the birds? I'm questioning the birds. <laughs> yes. yes. In comparison, in comparison to the Chiefs. Like, what's my question about the Chiefs? <clears throat> what is it? You can talk about the AFC being as tough as it was. It was tough last year. And who came out and won it all? It's, it's, so,
1: it's a little tougher, though, this year. Exponentially. exponentially tough. Tough. Oh, okay, oh, okay,
0: okay. Understood. But they but are they these, showed, that a point They showed that they were the best. And I'm thinking that if they are, like, for all those other teams that we're talking about, like, it's, it's deep, mm-hmm. right? But do we look at anybody and we say, oh, well, they've, they've improved so much, they're better than the Chiefs in the AFC. Better than, no. Better than, no. But it's not about being better, though. Slick, you notice it's how
1: narrow is your margin of error. Yeah. Let's go basketball for a moment. Uh, I, audience, I trust your versatility enough to do so. The Nuggets had a great margin of error versus the Lakers. They were up by 20 in game one. Lakers came roaring back. Still won. Mm-hmm. Game one, Anthony Davis had 40 and 10. Didn't matter, still won. <laughs> game two, I believe the Lakers, they, uh, LeBron gave them a 30 point game at somewhere in there. That might have even been game four or something like that. 30 point game, doesn't matter, still won. Mm-hmm. Like the Nuggets margin of error was just so great. It didn't matter. LeBron, give me your best, thank you. Ad 40 and 10, give us your best. Mm-hmm. Thank you, we'll mm-hmm. take that and we'll still mm-hmm. beat you. The Chiefs' margin of error, it is razor thin, at least thin this year, because Tua didn't play in the playoffs last year, Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson didn't play in the playoffs last year, and Aaron Rodgers wasn't in the AFC last year. I just named three top 10 quarterbacks in the National Football League, including three MVPs in the last five seasons.
2: Anything can happen in football.
0: So that that margin of error is just so thin now. I, I get that, but I'm gonna go with the known quantity which is I know what the Chiefs are, and I know what they've done. I know what the Eagles did, but I don't know exactly what they are. We keep talking about, yeah, they have a greater margin of error, but can they raise their game to the same level? Or do they have the same separation? Like, I've seen the che- Look, when we went into last season, we were talking about, the, I think it was the Bills that everybody yeah, was favoring, right? right? So. Yeah. So now we have the Chiefs have – took care of the Bills, took care of the Bengals. You can add the Ravens and the Dolphins and the Jets. Do I see any one of those? They don't have to play all those teams at the same time. Mm -hmm. They just got to knock them off one at a time. But Would you rather know the team
1: and not know the competition or know the competition, but not know the
0: team? I would much rather know the team. I would much rather know the team. This is the team that I have, and I know that it can be a champion, and it hasn't lost anything from its championship form, I know that he can get back to that level. I, I just, I hear you with, with the Eagles, but I, honestly, I don't know what the, is Jalen Hurts going to be the same quarterback? He should be. Okay, but. Like, why not? Because the talent around him is not the same. Why is not the, the same? The
1: only person he lost is Miles Sanders, truly. He lost Miles Sanders, but you're okay. replacing okay. Miles Sanders with DeAndre
0: Swift, you're Todd But Penny. you're also asking him to replicate uh, a season wait. that statistically wasn't that great. That's what I mean. Which is, on, th- so they relied on their defense. Hold is their on, defense on. going to be as good? Where are we holding? Them? Are Hold you on. going to ask? We him? Him? You, in fact, Jalen Hurts can't be what he was last year. He has to be better than he was last let's, year. L- let's just slow this. Is, let's slow it down for why? a second. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> right. Okay. You just ask: Is Jalen Hurts going to be the same player?
0: Yeah. Right. I've seen it for one year. I'm just saying. So, like, like, why would it change though?
2: Same players. More experience playing more together. Why would it change? I'm just trying to figure that part I'm out. i
0: I may be confusing you with uh, James Jones or, or Will Blackman, but like Daniel Jones, was, we've then we had this conversation. i like Daniel Jones, I think is like last year was a was please, a flash in the pan. Well, hold up. You, I'm just saying in terms of guys, did you get disrespectful?
2: You get disrespectful. You, you, you say don't say Daniel Jones what? with Jalen. Don't, don't you? Don't you? never. Don't you? Know I never say it again. Got you, about to, you about to get me out of my comfort zone. Don't bring Jay, don't put Jalen Hurts oh, with, with Dale Jones. Slick so coming out of Jack. So let me ask you a question. They're coming out of, I, 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 I,
1: I don't know where your mic is. I don't know where your, your mic is attached to your jacket. See, come it.
2: If I <laughs> ask you if, if Joe Burrow is going to be the, next, the same player he was last year, you're going to say yes, right? Sure. If I ask you if Justin Herbert is going to be the same player as last year, you're going to say yes, right? I hope he would be better. Why do my boy get the disrespect? The only one that we talk about is all pro I don't because the because, because it's when crazy. we when
0: we talk about Jalen Hurts yeah. and how good he is right it's in context with what how good the the Eagles were like they're still there still there. he was part of what made them great but they're he still, wasn't the reason that made them great and not everything not that made them great last year is still there timeout offense he was he
2: made that team great correct cuz you getting carried away here i'm trying say, to be nice
0: um, say, you, he is the reason why they were great on offense last year. He was, uh, he was part of the biggest reason why they were great on offense. Okay, I can say that. But he so, wasn't the biggest reason that the Eagles collectively were great last year. But
2: it wasn't about the Eagles. You said that you don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to be the same player. That's what you said. Okay.
0: So my question is, uh, first fair. of all, you're tripping. Fair. Oh, you no, changed no. it? No, no, no. He can be the same player. All right, He can be the same you. player right. he was that's last all, year. That's all I wanted. All right. you know, I mean, I don't want much. But that I want you to be honest on here. Don't, don't, don't be honest. All right, hold on. Get my Hurts, flag. You better chill, Frog. If Jalen Hurts is the same player as he was last year, the Eagles don't go hey, get as get your flag, Shady. Why not? Get your flag. Why, Why don't they? They need him to be better. Get your, don't, don't, get your flag. He's nah, carry, it ain't time yet. It ain't time yet. Nah. He's got to carry a heavier load. Put my jacket back on. It's time.
1: we <laughs> put it on during commercial breaks. Slick. Uh, coming up, Justin Fields made a bold statement about his running ability. What do he say? Bold, I mean bold. We got to talk about
2: that next on Speak. Wait till you hear this. What he put, put it on, Don't forget to like can't mic be this dude Slick. How would you ever disrespect? Gay Hurts like that again.
1: Hi right, family, get this. Justin Fields, quarterback for the Bears. He was asked to rank his all-time top five running quarterbacks. He didn't hesitate on his answer. Speak up, Justin.
0: I'm running for top
1: five, no order, but I gotta go with my boy Mike Vick. Yep. Um gotta go with
2: Cam. Uh Lamar, of course. Yeah. Me, and then final. Steve Young, too. Steve Young. Steve nice. Young, Steve shots Young out nice. to Steve Young. Okay, Steve I like nice. that.
1: Here's what's fascinating. If you're naming the top five quarterbacks that have had the ability to run, mm-hmm. that's different than if you're naming the top five quarterbacks exclusively based off their running ability. Mm. Exclusively based off running ability, I'm Mike Vick, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Cam Newton. But then it gets dicey for me, 2-5. No, it don't. Because then you might R- go Rand- Randall Cunningham. You might go Randall Cunningham. You could go RG3. Like, there are different. RG3 names if you're Three. exclusively running? Bro, he yeah, had like. 800, I think, is good year. Yeah, like one good year,
2: bro. We got, we got. Listen, can we stop using him? Like he was, he was good in college. I guess I didn't watch him in college, but yeah, he wasn't that that good like in the pros. Let's put him over there. Everybody we talked about is really, really good. You can say
0: Josh Allen too, then. Okay, put Josh Allen. Josh Allen had two 700-yard seasons. But it's also in terms of. What guys proved they could do over a, a, a considerable period of time as opposed to just looking them as pure runners. And this probably it, it feeds into your view of, of track and field, right? There's, there's people who have the talent to run mm-hmm. fast. And then there are people who have the ability to run fast on a consistent basis when it means most. And those are two different things yep, yep, yep. to me in terms of like I'm RG3, like if he'd stayed healthy. Like just his his natural ability to NFC. run with the football. How we know that?
2: Cause he had a couple good games running the ball as a rookie. What's your top five then, Shane? Yeah, what's your top? I- five? I'm going with the Ghazi name. I, I, I would leave I would leave him in there. Justin Fields, I, kinda, I like him. And I well, would add. I would no, take...
0: okay, but hold on. Based on what? Yeah. Watching him run? Watching
2: him break tackles? Okay. stop uh, and go and all, that's that's all that. One year. That's one that's year. year. One oh, uh, year. Well, listen, you just. Did well, we, you... But we we all can look at him. Our three says the difference in who and talent and running and all that, right? You think RG3 oh, runs better than him? No, not better than okay, him. Okay, all right. Oh, well, 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 okay, dis, so one year. But you said So You discounted RG3 well, okay, because it was only one you. year. 15 seconds okay, I would go um Randall Cunningham. I would play him as my, uh, as my favorite. Like Randall was a, a bad lot. boy. Randall Cunningham was
1: a like bad bad boy. Bad man. Come
2: on now. I'm not okay. This
1: was fun. We can argue with a lot, I'm gonna argue with that.